Hello. Here we go. Welcome to the second episode of Come On Toilet paper? No. Not bad. Hey, give me like a couple seconds. Okay. I have to finish this. No, she didn't tell you to. She told me to. Well, then, yeah, probably. Here. All right. I'm sorry. You good? Yeah. I just... Shut up. I just finished. It's not my girlfriend. It's my friend. My definitely bestie. not girlfriend. Definitely not girlfriend. Holy shit. Definitely not. All right, give me. I'll be in my room. Because I'm dumb. Yep. Also, can you give me my charger? Like, shut up here. Sure. All right. Um, you. I'm in my room. Yeah. Okay. God damn. You good? Yeah, I'm fine. I had. Everyone's been using using my bathroom lately, and I had yeah. to hit. Well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. With that aside, welcome to the second episode of Come on LGBTQ. Welcome. <laughs> I was waiting. I'm like, your turn. <laughs> All right. So the first um, segment is going to be the best, the story of the best come uh, best way of coming out we have ever heard or seen. You want so, to start? Huh? You want to start? Uh, I will. Alright. <laughs> okay. So, okay. mine is the best um, coming out I've ever seen or heard of, really was so I was listening to one of my other podcasts not my podcast but that I listened to and the co-host on that podcast said the way her sister came out was the best thing in the world so I'm gonna try to remember what she said exactly what she said but I might leave a few details out just by accident. So, they grew up in a very accepting family. Um, but their neighborhood was not as accepting. So, the way her sister decided to come out to not just her parents, but to everyone is... She didn't decide to, like, just sit down and be like, hey, 
I'm gay. She thought, she really thought this through. So one morning before everybody woke up, she ran down to, she went down to where the um city, new, the town newspaper was printed and made them write a front, uh, front page entire story about the LGBTQ kids in that town. So when her when her mother went to open the door to get the newspaper the next day, there was her face and beside it saying, I'm gay. <laughs> That is the best thing I have ever heard. Yeah, that he, he, she, she, him. I don't care. They, he, that shit. Uh, gender. She. It was a she. She, she deserved a round of applause. Oh, she deserved ten thousand rounds of applause. Everyone. Give a round of applause for that lady. <laughs> Alright. I, like I just... The... Hmm? Hmm? I said, I just wish I was half as extra as she was. Yeah, the... Bro, my... My coming out was, like, pretty bland. I just walked in and so I was like, I'm gay, and then walked upstairs. Oh, was that? No, my girlfriend's coming out. No, wait. I think it was my no, my ex's coming out. Sorry. Now they had they were extra. Oh God! All right, so they like took me and dragged me into the room where her her entire family, like entire family, was there. I was over there for a holiday. I don't remember which one. This was like five years ago. <laughs> I remember that she dragged me into the center of the room, looked at everyone there, clapped her hands to get everyone's attention because some were playing on phones, I guess. <laughs> Quite sure. So everyone looked at her. She turned to me and then turned back to them and said, we're dating, we're gay. If you don't look at this, fuck off. Flipped them off, kissed me, and then dragged me back to her room. <laughs> that, I, that was, it was <laughs> the coming out story I have ever, like, witnessed in my entire life. How old were you when this happened? It was, like, five years ago, so... I need, my fingers. In my, nose. I need my fingers for this. Um, Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there? I'm trying to remember how old I was. <laughs> I think I was like 10, 11. Oh, dang. I, I, I knew I was gay for a really long time. I knew I was gay since well, the beginning of 
Actually, no, I knew before middle school. Because I saw this really pretty late girl, and I was just like, oh my gosh, what the... <laughs> yeah. Alright, so... Now that I said the best coming out story I've ever heard, I want to share my coming out story. And Lord, let me tell you, it was crazy. Do tell. (laughs) I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) So... When I came out, it wasn't my brother sitting over there. My brother just randomly went, noise. <laughs> anyway, when I came out, it wasn't like a bit family gathering and just the whole family. And I just told the whole family. The way I came out, I came out to... Like, I came out to people in my family. I'm still coming out to some of them. <laughs> oh, shit. I have... Some of them I haven't completely came out to. Um, well... The fact that I kissed my girlfriend in the Christmas picture for the Christmas card this year, my ex-girlfriend back when we were dating... If that isn't enough proof, then I don't know what is, but some of them are still like, eh, maybe she is, maybe she's not. don't understand how they think that, but I'm going to tell you. So the way I, well, I didn't tell my mom. The way my mom found out makes me mad. Um, So I had texted my best friend at the time, we are no longer best friends, or even acquaintances now. Um, let's just call her Dee Dee, because that's my nickname for her when we were friends. So, I texted Dee Dee, and I said, hey, girl, I think I'm gay. And she said, oh, cool. Okay, so, anyway, my mother grabbed my phone a couple days later and went through my text to Dee Dee and saw... That I was gay. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's how my mother found out. I was 10. Oh. Yeah. Um, So that was five years ago. And then, the way (gasps) I can... What? Alright, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Me too, apparently. <laughs> anyway, so that wasn't a very fun coming out story. The one, the coming out story that I really like is the way I told my father's ex-girlfriend. His first girlfriend after him and my mom split up. This is it's not like epic as like like it's nowhere close to as amazing as the newspaper one 
but it's more amazing in the way that it backfired. I am all ears. Huh? Okay, so. (laughs) This is... I don't... I I don't... Huh? you just heard that, but that was my brother screaming at the top of his lungs. Why? I'm playing a game. Oh. Sorry. Okay. So, the way I came out to my dad's ex-girlfriend, this was back when they were dating, of course, but <laughs> so I was 13 and this was the best thing I could think of. So that's one reason why this is just its so dumb. So I had gotten like 15 gift boxes, right? And I hid random things from around the house in 14 of them. And then in the 15th one, I put a piece of paper that said, I'm gay in it. And then (laughs) me and my dad's ex-girlfriend took turns picking a random uh, present and it got to the point where it was my turn but there was only one present left and that was the 15th present with the note in it which I wanted her to open so I was like uh you know what I think I'm gonna let you take a turn I think I'm gonna let you have two turns. And she looked at me, she was like, no, it's your turn. It's your turn. I'm like, just open the freaking present. So she already knew something was going on. Well, she opens the present and she sees a piece of paper. And she pulls it out. She's like, oh, it's just a random piece of paper. I said, no, read it. She's like, there's nothing on it. And I was like, wait, what? So I take the paper from her, and then I realized I put the wrong piece of paper in the freaking box. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, what? She was like, so then she looked at me, she was like, what? What's wrong? And I'm over here freaking crying my eyes out. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like I literally I put up my hand like I throw up my arms and I'm like nope nope I'm done and I walk out run to the bathroom which was the only bathroom in the house locked both of the doors because there's like there was two doors to get to that bathroom there was one from the guest room into that bathroom and then one from this was at my grandparents house so one from my grandparents' room into that bathroom. So I went to the bathroom and I locked both doors and I sat there like with my hand with my head in my hands for like three hours. Like just saying, You're so stupid. You're so stupid. And this whole time my father's outside the door doing the little pee pee dance. <laughs> And he was like, 
He was like, open the door. He wasn't even concerned that I was upset because he didn't even know. And then um, we're going to call his girlfriend. We're going to call him Debs because it was her nickname. So and Debs just walks into the room with my dad and she's and he's like she's like um i think i broke your daughter so then i finally after four more hours <laughs> at like midnight i i finally opened the door and deb is still sitting right there on the bed and she's like she still has no idea what's going on. Oh, no. And she's like, what was that all about, sweetheart? And I looked at her and I said, I said, forget this ever happened. We're redoing it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did. But the next day, whenever I decided to do it a second time, when we did it the second time, Instead, I had labeled the present 1 through 15. And then in the cup, I had little um, pieces of paper with 1 through 15 on them. So you, so what you would do, so what we did was we picked out a number, whatever we number we got, that's what box we got. So I go first. I get number two. So it's normal. She goes next. She gets number 14. Well, the thing is a number 15, so nothing. And then I draw, and I get 15. I like, I look around, I look at her, and then I look back, and then I look at her, and she's not looking at me, so I put it back in the cup, and I'm like, and then she turns back, and she's like, have you not picked out a piece of paper yet? And I'm like, no, I'm still trying to pick one I like so then and I was like mixing up the paper the whole time and I picked another random one and for some reason in this freaking universe I picked 15 the second time and she, and she was watching me as I picked it so I had no choice but to open that gift I opened it and I had put the right piece of paper in it. I opened it. And I was like, this is meant for you. So then she grabs the box and she sees what the paper says, reads it. She says, and she reads it like this. She's like, I'm gay. And then she looks at me. She goes, wait, I'm not gay. She, was, she looks at me like, are you calling me gay? Hold up. And I'm like, no. No, I'm gay. I'm gay. And she's like, oh, okay. Meh. And then walks out. I mean, at least she accepted. <laughs> and I'm like, woman, what? I was like, what in the world? And then she just keeps on going like it's a regular day. She even freaking, um, <laughs> so then I walk out of the room and I literally see her sitting there with a freaking pride hat on 
that I didn't even know we owned because we didn't. She just found a random pride hat, put it on. She's like, hi. Hi. And I look at her, I'm like, what what have I done? <laughs> this whole time, I was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> that was the last time I ever came out to someone, because she was the one that I came out to last. And oh. now, from now on, when I come out to somebody, it's just going to be me, look them in the eye and say, I'm gay, and that's it, so that it can't backfire. <laughs> I mean, you added some spice. You gotta give you some props there. Yeah. I think it's a neat idea. Play a game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I were to... I would have put pride stickers in every single other box, and then the last one was like, surprise, couldn't guess why now I'm gay. Well, that wouldn't have worked, because what if the 15th one was the first one picked, and then it said, I guess by now you can tell I'm gay, and then she's like, by now? What do you mean? You have a fair point. I'm pretty sneaky. I can sneak an extra gift in there. We'll never know. (laughs) Okay, so, I think that is it from this segment do you have anything to add no all right well i guess then we can go on to the second segment which is toxic exes yay (laughs) not a yay but i know what you mean (laughs) it's meant to be sarcastic i know i mean you can't my face but i was frowning and saying yay I'm glad that we're not recording our face because my hair is currently bright blue. I'm wearing a bald cap. What? Okay, okay. so whenever my mom told me I had to clean the bathroom, um, I was in the middle of putting on a wig. <laughs> so um, right now I am sitting no. at my desk. Looking fresh and bald, staring at a mirror as I sit down. So, okay, so well, we're just gonna ignore that, um, <laughs> and ignore the fact that I look like the queen of a gender reveal party that went wrong. Um, <laughs> so toxic exes, you want to? F- okay, I'm gonna let you go first, Zoe, because I went first last time. <laughs> All right, I have. Believe it or not, I've dated a couple of people. Like, I'll go three or four. But every time I date I don't know what it is with them. But, like, I, all right, so I used to date boys. I dated, like, one one or two. Ew. You want to know how many I dated before uh, I found out I was gay? How? Ten. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah, I, boys, and I, was, I was like, I don't know why it doesn't work. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it doesn't work because I'm gay. Yeah. Um. So. My first. Boyfriend was. How do you put this sweetly and not cuss? Um, 
Oh, no, I, you can cuss now. It's just when the third segment comes around, you can't. Great. He was a jackass at its finest. The one and only. Chatted the groove. I didn't like him. <laughs> Actually, it was set up by my grandma. Oh, I used to live with my grandma, by the way. Shut up. Whoa, whoa. Your grandma set up. Explain. So, my grandma is uh, homophobic, cis, old woman, Christian, strong in her beliefs, and believes by the age of how even how old was I anyway? I'm pretty sure this was like, dang, I was young. This was like fifth grade. Oh my god. Yeah, she believed that I needed to find my one and only, the one to take care of me for the rest of my life. And I was just like, why? I don't like guys. They look ugly. She was like, no. yes. She was, she was just like, no. That one. She's like, why that one? She's like, that one. He looks rich. She's like, fuck you. Wait, what the yeah. I had a fun time. Anyway. Also sarcastic. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was my first one. It lasted like a week, and then I was just like, yeah, I can't put up with you anymore. I don't like you. I never did. And just fuck off. Just don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I knew I liked girls. They all be looking cute. I'd have to agree with all the men. No, the boys. They're not even men. Don't deserve to be called that. Oh, boys. The girls were cute. Yeah. But I tried to tell my grandma that, and she was just like, no, they're not. They're ugly and disgusting. And I was just like, what the? Are you dissing me? Wait, no. No, what you should have said is, you are a girl. At least you know your facts. <laughs> Dang. That would have that been smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, my grandma was the definition of a MILF. MILF. Oh. MILF. MILF. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, every uh, every week, a new one. Shoot. Old men. Ooh. The old, worst. old men. Uh, they ain't quiet. <laughs> no! 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 I didn't want to know that. Fifth grade. Suck it up. You know it then. You get to know it. Yeah, anyway. God. That's what happened. Um both men so i just looked at my grandma and just said you i'm not you're not setting me up if you try i'm just kicking them in the balls <laughs> she did she, she tried me she tried to set me up again but <laughs> i said i kicked her i kicked them in the balls so hard that they fell to their knees and never wanted to see me again so after that of course, being the 
defiant child I was in seventh grade, I started dating a girl. Yes. Yes. No, wait. Seven? Maybe six. No. Give me a second. Give me a second. I need to do age and then figure out. Sixth. It was in sixth. I started dating I started dating my um the coming the girl that uh I came out with. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the one that dragged me into into her family meeting. Yeah. Yeah, her um that's when I had started dating her. I'm 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 gonna be honest. I'm not good with ages, dates and all that. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the, um... Me, the fr- on the other hand, I can never forget my age, my date, or anything. Unless you ask me what my birthday is, or what age I am right then. I will forget. I forget everything. That's <laughs> why so I'm the best person to tell your secrets to. It's like, don't tell anyone. She's like, oh, it's fine. I won't. The next I won't day- remember. <laughs> it's like, the next day, did you tell anyone? Tell anyone about what? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was your toxic ex story. Yeah. Now, to prepare for my toxic ex story, everybody listening might want to grab a soda and a bowl of popcorn because this is going to be amazing. Let's go. I got my sunflower seeds. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so. This is, so, I'm not going to go into, like, the first toxic relationship because that was, there was ten of them, and I'm not sure exactly which, like, what order they came in. So, um, we're going to start with my most recent toxic relationship was which was the relationship I just got out of before I started dating your girlfriend I mean my girlfriend I'm dating now so keep in mind me and we're just gonna call her ex so me and ex have had known each other literally our whole lives her grandfather was my old babysitter I and I was nine months older than her. <clears throat> and we have literal, like, photo proof. I was there the day she was born. So I've literally known her since the first second she came into this world. And we had been best friends. Well, so... 14 years goes by, and (laughs) so, um, this was the day I broke up with Kai, literally the day I broke up with Kai, me and her started dating, um, so, (laughs) she was on her way to the beach 
I called her. I said, hey. And she was like, yeah. I was like, listen, we need to talk. And she was like, I'm in the truck with my father and my mother and my grandma. Is this something that they need to hear? And I'm like, I don't give a crap if they hear it or not. Either way, I have a crush on you. And she's like, wait, what? She was like, hold up, what? And I was like, yeah, you heard me. And then I just hung up the phone. So two days later, she calls me and says, hey, I have a crush on you too. So long story short, we started dating. Well, it came around time for our anniversary. One year anniversary. And keep in mind, we had literally been so in love this whole entire year past that, like, it was perfect. Romeo, no, instead of Romeo and Juliet, it was Juliet and Juliet. It was perfect. Hmm. And so comes our anniversary. I go and I buy her a um, freaking hella expensive promise ring and an anime pillow that she always wanted so i go all out for her on our anniversary and then when so she was the day of our anniversary she was headed off to the mountains for their family uh, family vacation um our anniversary was the 17th of September. So, she, so I call her, I say, happy anniversary, baby. And she's like, oh, shit, that was today. Yeah. And I was like, wait, did you seriously forget? I literally texted you every morning for the past month saying how many days there was left until our anniversary. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's all right. I'm like, okay, whatever. So then. She was like, I'm headed off to the mountains, so I won't be able to spend the anniversary with you, but when I get home, we could go out to eat and have our anniversary dinner then. So I said, okay. So I take her, so when she comes back, I take her out. I pay for the dinner. I do everything. And we had an amazing anniversary uh, dinner date. And she took the ring and put it on it looked beautiful and everything it was perfect three days later he texts me and says hey we need to talk and i'm like yeah what's up because i knew everything was going perfect um in our relationship and so i wasn't worried i was like oh okay what's up and she's like i think we need to break up and keep in mind, this is all over Snapchat text. Damn. And so I just it, and I'm like, wait, what? I was like, Odge, is this you? She's like, yeah. Like, okay, well. Anyway, she was like, yeah. All right, I'll call you back in a second. Okay. Okay, we are back. So, back to the story. 
All right. So, I am invested in this. <laughs> Do tell. Okay. So she texts me. She's like, yeah, I think we need to break up. And I'm like, it's been a year. Not only has it been a year, it has been a perfect year. And I'm like, what happened? And she was like, yeah, I just, I don't love you anymore. But the anymore, whenever she typed anymore, it had um, air quotes around it. Like the, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Quotation. Yes, that. Thank you. Um, So, I was like, what do you mean by the anymore? And she's like, well, you see. And I'm like, see what? Like, tell me something. And she's like, well... And I'm like, it's, and I'm like, still trying to like get her to talk, to tell me what's going on. And she's like, so when you asked me out, I didn't want to hurt your feelings and say no. And I, and keep in mind, I did not ask her out. She asked me out. All I said is I liked her. So, Anyway, she said, I didn't want to hurt your feelings by saying no, so I just went along with it and said, yeah, we can date. And I'm like, okay, so you basically, you never loved me. You didn't love me whenever we started dating, so our relationship was a lie. She was like, no, it, technically it wasn't a lie, but anyway, let me tell the story. That's literally what she told me. But anyway, let me tell the story. Like, that's actually word for word what she said. And I'm like, okay. So then she tells me, she said, I didn't want to hurt your feelings by saying no. So instead, I decided to, I decided that we could date and I would give me, I would give myself one year and if I didn't have feelings by the end of that year if I still didn't have feelings then I would call it off so this girl literally like she knew what she was doing to me. Like. And she knew. That. She knew how. In love I was with her. Because. I had. A, once she said that. I literally stopped replying to her i completely ignored her and i was crying my eyes out she texts me she's like hey don't do this don't make a big deal of it and i'm like you just wasted an entire 
year of my life. And what had really made me mad is the fact that in her breakup text, she stated, she said, I'm tired of all of the drama that is in your life because I have drama in my own life and I can't deal with both of the dramas. And I'm like, okay, that's normal, right? Yeah. Um, like, feeling like that is normal. What wasn't normal is what she says next. She said, I can't deal with you 24-7 crying about your dead fucking stepfather like get a break now if so for those of y'all who are listening if you know me the first thing you learn about me is that my stepfather is my was my entire world So when she said that, I literally wanted to jump through the screen and just, I don't know what I was going to do, but I was so pissed. I don't fucking blame you. Oh my god. Yeah. But. Huh? The audacity. Exactly. So, but she was so manipulative to where even after she said that about my stepdad, you would have thought I would be like, okay, that's it. I don't want to ever talk to you again. Done. No. She then gaslighted the fuck out of me. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, we can still be friends, like, I didn't want to hurt you, and, like, all of this crap, and I'm like, you had the audacity to bring up my dead stepfather, and I was like, you really had the audacity to bring up my dead stepfather, when I, when literally last night, you called me crying your eyes out about your dead fucking grandmother. So, like, if you're out of reasons to give me for why you're breaking up with me, just say that. Don't say it has anything to do with me being upset over my fucking stepfather. She's an asshole. She is. Girl, Um, you don't deserve that. I'm sorry. Yeah. And here's the thing. While we were dating, we were making plans to, like, move in together. We, like... She's not a good actor. I can tell you that right now. She's not good at acting. So, I don't know whether it was just a crazy on a limb thing that she did. Whenever she said she wanted to break up, because I know for a fact she liked me. Like, she, like, it's not something you can hide. 
that well. And while we were together, I literally, I went and got all of my pets' names and changed, their last names changed from Tester to Tester and hyphenated her last name. And then, like, I got it, like, actually, like, officially changed. Like, the vet, the vet papers and everything, it was changed. Damn. And, like... I do not let people, when I first meet somebody, it doesn't matter how close we are as soon as we meet. If we are not still close in like a couple years, I will not let you meet my stepfather. The instant we started dating, I wanted her to meet my stepfather. That's how much I trusted her. And she literally flat out, like, what she said to me about my stepfather hurt me just as much, if not more, than if she would have literally went to his grave and spat on it. I, I genuinely don't understand how someone could be so disrespectful. Oh, that's not even the b- worst part. And then I asked for the ring back. And she said, oh, no, I'm going to sell it. It's not yours to sell. And the worst part is... The money I used to buy that ring was a birthday gift from my stepfather before he passed away. So, yeah. This is me off. But I'm just like, oh well, I've got my girlfriend now. I don't need her. I mean, I don't need my ex, so it doesn't really matter at this point, but I'm, like, really pissed off. I'm, like, it's just I'm so done with her. She she wasted all of this time with you. Yeah. But, that's my story. So, do you have anything else to add, Zoe? Honestly, I forgot. Oh. Okay. So, I'm ready to go on to the next segment. Are you? Yep. Okay, so, for all the listeners out there, I have decided to do something new. Instead of the spoilers that I 
did last time. I decided to make this episode more special. And what I mean by that is I am inviting the most important person in my life to join us for this next segment. Walker, come on. He's coming. Your turn, buddy. Here is my oldest brother, Walker. He has Down syndrome. Say hey, hey, buddy. How are you? Hello. So, everyone give a big, warm welcome to my brother, Walker. So, Hello. Tell him how old you are, bud. I'm 16. 16. Good job. So, what is different about you? Well, I have Downs. Down syndrome? Yes. Good job, buddy. And she don't. She don't. <laughs> yes, and I don't. That's correct. Good job, bud. <laughs> so, I want you to tell all the listeners out there, just because you have Down syndrome, does that make you any less able to do anything? Answer the question, buddy. Um... Don't get for what you're doing, and um. Wait, hold up. Sister, That's not the answer. My um, sis, my my um sister. You are not about to take my over. My sister. You're not about to take over my podcast. My sister. Yeah. I'm your sister. Yeah. It's my favorite favorite family member. I'm your favorite family member. <laughs> you're mine too, buddy. Okay. And then I do that. Someone bullied me. She need to take care of it. <laughs> okay, can we get to the um? Sure. Can we get to the questions sure. and the answers, please? Now. Sure. Okay. Here we go. So, a lot of people have a mindset, mindset that people with Downs or with any disability are less able to do everyday things. So Walker. Yeah. Are you any less able to do everyday things because of your Down syndrome? True. No. <laughs> no, you're not. So, your Down syndrome doesn't change nope. how you are. Nope. Right? Good job. It does sometimes come in the way of, of everyday life, but I love you, bud. Okay. <laughs> he's, I just, he's amazing. It does sometimes come in the way of everyday life. Peace. Like, oh, he's out. Okay. Bye, bud. <laughs> Your brother. Do what? Your brother sounds amazing. He is. I love him. Okay. So, now that he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore, I'm just going to go ahead and take his place. <laughs> So, people have a mindset, um, not all people, but some people have it set in their mind that if you have a disability, that you are unable or less able to do everyday things. My brother, he is literally the exact 
definition of normal. Mm-hmm. Like this, this boy, he's amazing. Like he's technically, technically, he's not normal. He is famous in this town. Um, literally, everybody here knows him. I mean, what do you expect? He literally rode in a uh freaking limo to Disneyland for his Make a Wish thing, and has his picture in a Pizza Hut that recently shut down. So it's kind of hard for people not to know him. Hmm. But <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. Um, so it's hard for him to express the fact that Down syndrome is not a disability, it's a different ability. And he struggles so much with the fact his Down syndrome makes it to where he doesn't take in anything negative, which is an amazing superpower for him. Instead of him taking in all of the negative things people say, he only gets the positive things. But sadly, me being his overprotective twin but non-twin sister, um, I'll explain that in a little bit, I take in all the negative things from him. And he doesn't even have to tell me about the negative, and I don't even have to be there to witness the negative. It's like, once something is said negative about him, it's like, freaking somebody like shot an arrow with that um, information into my brain, and I know it, ex- like, immediately when it happens. Um, so I hold on to all of the negative parts of everything but when he was in preschool this one kid literally threatened to push a book a bookshelf down on top of him and this is what this is literally what he said he said he was going to push the bookshelf down on top of him just to hurt him and We all asked him why he would do that. He literally came out and said, because he's not normal. Like, bruh, there's no reason to try to hurt my brother. Anyway. Now, Walker is... He's living a life like a normal 16-year-old boy, except for the fact that half of his life he spends in a hospital getting treatments and stuff. But that doesn't really affect how our relationship is. When he gets upset or something, I will literally come into his room and... I have literally convinced him that I have superpowers. Um, I have, and 
the superpower I have convinced him that I have, or the meta ability, if you are a Flash fan like we are, that I have convinced him I have, is the, is, um, telepathic ability, where not just telepathic ability, but I can spread my sense of calmness and certainty that everything is going to be okay. I can spread it to him, and he knows that he's okay. Now, with a normal 16-year-old, that wouldn't really work. Because they too smart for that. My brother, he's too smart for that, but he has the imagination of a five-year-old, which is amazing for him. Hmm. It's amazing. So, overall, Down syndrome is not a disability as much as it is a different ability. Thanks to his Down syndrome, he has a higher pain tolerance, both in like emotionally and physically. His, ima- his imagination never runs out. And overall, he is the most popular person in North Carolina alone. Like, he, oh, and not to mention that he gets all of the ladies. Obviously. He has about, hey, Walker, how many girlfriends do you have? Walk. What? How many girlfriends do you have, Bubble? <laughs> he didn't even hesitate. He was like, 100. Amazing. He probably has more than that, but half of them are married, but his world. <laughs> his world, his ways. That's what I've always said. And Zoe, have you ever met my brother? I don't remember if you have or not. No, I actually don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think you've met him like in person, but I but you definitely know him. Oh, yeah, no. You've um You've told me a lot about him. Yeah. Mainly because he's almost everything, the only thing I ever talk about. But he is a survivor. I'll tell you that right now. And I can go on and on and on and on and on about how amazing my brother is. But that's not what this podcast is about. So that's what this segment is about, but not what this podcast is about. And if I don't shut up soon, we're not going to, I mean, we're going to have too much um, recording. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, hey, Walker, What? real quick, come say goodbye. goodbye. Oh, did you hear that? It picked up parts and pieces, but. He said, no, you say goodbye. I'm done. I was like, oh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Um, so. I. I have already. I've already had too much time on this thing. 
So now we are going to, instead of having a whole segment for the dark humor, we are going to do just one single dark humor joke that we have thought of, or any joke we have thought of, one each, because we don't have time for a whole segment. So, Zoe, your first, well, you have a joke to add. Mm, I got anything, man. I'm okay, gonna be Okay, well, I have something. Alright. Why did the chicken cross the road? This is just a random joke. Alright, why? Because! (laughs) (laughs) Just because! (laughs) I'm going upstairs right now, hold on. (laughs) But yeah, that's why the chicken crossed the road. It's a pretty good reason on why the chicken crossed the road, but. So, you still don't have a joke for the joke segment of this podcast, do you? No, no I'm going to be honest with you. I'm all joked out. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> all joked out. Amazing. Well, I will. Oh my god. Okay. We're all good. I will tell a joke for you. So, here's the joke. Okay. So, there was these two siblings, Nick and Sally. Nick went to get a snack out of the refrigerator. He knocks on the refrigerator door before opening it. Sally looks at him and says, Nick, why did you knock on the refrigerator door? Nick says, because there could be a salad dressing. <laughs> yes, I love it. Amazing. <laughs> All right, I think that is the end of this segment. All right. All right. Goodbye. Until next week. Bye-bye. I'll see you later. Hopefully. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, goodbye.